broadcasting from the Blanchestan Centre. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Sparta! All your base are belong to us. The balls are inert. And now it begins. Alright, everybody, we are live on Twitch. Thank you for joining us. If you're um if you're in the chat, don't be afraid to speak out because that will be great. Um, <laughs> my name is Daryl Connor, and I'm joined on the line by Kieran Calcon. Happy to be here as always. And Katie from Mannequin Blue. And straight out of Canto. Woo! Hey guys, um, a bit of a different show this week. Well, it's the same show for us, but the world <laughs> around us just changed again because Ireland now is officially on lockdown. So yeah, are we allowed to talk real world stuff? Of course, why not? Like, dude, a lot of the news we have is going is going to revolve around it. So yeah. It's all good. Did I, all right, well then, before we get into the nerdy news, did anyone actually hear the lockdown speech? Yeah, I did. So, is it was it my imagination, or did uh, Varadkar quote Terminator? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Did I fever dream Which part? that? Which part? Uh, something, I'll get the link up now. It was I wrote it down because I couldn't believe it. There is no fate but what we make for ourselves. He did not say that, did he? I, I think I, I wrote it down. No, like, no, I mean, he said, no, he said the night is darkest before dawn, so he called Batman. Oh, Dark Knight. Okay, yeah, I, could, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did like, fever dream it. Okay. Yeah, no, because like last time, his last speech, he was like memeing, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, what are you doing, you absolute clowns? Please stop, leave the country. Um, but yeah. We are officially living in a movie. I'm, yeah. convinced, I'm convinced we're all dead, and this yeah. is like limbo. You're in the <laughs> Matrix. Just, well, no, I've taught that for quite some time, but, um, you know, it's, <laughs> I don't know, man, it, it, it's kind of weird, you know, like, as, before we went on air there, Lisa was saying that I've been predicting this since January, it's like, yeah, so, you know, it doesn't make it any less scary, you know, mm. but, you know, look, at least we have the internet, at least we can, <laughs> at least we can stream, uh, you know, I've been really active on this, this streaming channel, um, you know, I'm. I don't know if you guys want to do more streams in general. I'll just like, you know, feel free. Because I can do nothing. more, but the baby will star in it. I mean, we've all got such busy schedules right now. Right? It's like I'm not going to sign you up to doing streams, but I'll just give you the login, and you guys can go nuts because there is nothing else to do except for except for work. I go outside, and we can only go two like what's it two kilometers. So that's like to the shop and back for food. Basically, Island of Torture. I googled it. Oh yeah, so yeah. A mile, a mile of torture. So how long is a mile realistically, though? Like, would yeah. it be like the length of O'Connell Street, maybe? Is it? Well, I, I know for me, it's like I can make it to the village, and that's it. But I can't go to the other village because that would be <laughs> <laughs> the other village. But like, how are they? How are they going to enforce that? Are they going to stop people on the street and be yeah. like, "Hey, you, where do you live?" Yeah, apparently they're going to have guards out and you have to give them, like, like my sister, uh, breaking the fort wall, my sister uh, works in a, works as a healthcare worker, so, mm-hmm. and, you know, not in the front line, 
but not not on the front line. I was uh, thankfully or whatever. You know, fair play people do that. It's amazing. But she she works as a, a social healthcare worker. You know, so mm-hmm. she was given a letter today, literally before this broke, saying, you know, this is what you need to do if you're called out to go working somewhere. So yeah, like that's pretty much what it means. Like you're going to need to have that letter if you're if you're going out beyond the quarantine zone. You know, wow. okay. write the letter yourself or like No, no, they sent out they sent out this letter, but I'm assuming like you could probably print off your own letter, but I don't I don't know if it would be the same. You might be upset like with it. Crayon on the back of a receipt. I am totally legit here. Just, do- <laughs> just do like a, a Ron Swanson yeah, hand him exactly. a piece of paper that says I can do whatever I want. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's weird. As someone it's weird for me, you know, everyone who listens to the show or knows me knows I'm a libertarian. And it's weird. There's no libertarians in, in pandemics. So it's kind of weird for me to be like, you know what? This is destroying my personal liberties, but there are bigger things here. We'll get back to this after after the world has ended. You know what I mean? Liberty will resume after these messages. Exactly. After the world isn't on fire. You know? <laughs> That's the Maslow hierarchy of needs, though. It's like you've got oh, yeah, a sure. pyramid of things sure, where exactly. it's like, all right, your most essential thing is... Shelter. shelter then then food and water yeah. then this then this then this and then like right at the bottom is like memes so we're kind of in the middle as far as like kind of that triangle there yeah like look to be honest with you in ireland we're lucky enough so far and it seems like we'll probably be scathed the worst of it like compared to other places but uh yeah man it's still scary you know even though we're still kind of prepared and we're ready and i don't know you guys but i've been socially isolating for about two weeks two and a half weeks so, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and same with my family, but it's still kind of weird. You know, it's weird. And like, I work from home, so it shouldn't be as weird as it is. But when you go outside, I was walking my dog. I'm like, man, this is eerie. Or you go to the shop and everybody's like, you know, to get food. Like everyone is just like standing really far away from each other. And it's just really strange. Because, you know, Irish people, it's frightening like it is. Yeah, well, it's weird because Irish people are so friendly. You know, and it's like this is this is so unnatural for us. You know, I know it's like um, a mate of mine, Kathleen, who also works in theater. We bumped into each other on the road the other day, and we like immediately went in for the kind of handshake hug thing, and caught yeah. ourselves halfway through, and we had to do an like, awkward like elbow touch because we were already in motion. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's going to be a lot of weird, like kind of new kind of friendly gestures coming out in the next few weeks. Yeah, the, like, the Vulcan hand salute. Yes, that'd be perfect. There is a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal thing online. I think it's Prince Charles, and he's like, he's trying to hand, he's trying to keep shaking people's hands, and he just bows, and it's really awkward. And you're like, this is weird. This is just a weird kind of whole thing. The whole thing is strange, you know. Yes. Um, but the reason we bring it up at the beginning of the top of the show is obviously because it just happened, but also because it has, ma- it, it like it's it's destroying everything right as far as across the board it's impacting everything and i know like before we went live today i was like lads look can we have some uh can we have some suggestions of what to talk about and i don't know if you know this is not guys but the the comic book industry has collapsed this week oh, yeah you mentioned this kind of casually off the air so tell me break down how this is working like or not working. right right so uh, who bought comics here who was a comic book avid, like reader like, like, I did when I was a kid. So is that everybody? At least I didn't get I didn't get you there at the end. Is that I'd everybody? More manga than comic books. I'd be manga. Right. right. Um, did any of us have a pull list? 
That's You're going to have to help me out here. Right, a, pull, a pull list is when you go to your comic book shop and you'd be like, hey, listen, I want, uh, you know, Batman, Spider-Man, and a few others every two weeks, right? And you pick it up. I used to have one at one point that was 50 euros every two weeks. It was crazy. Yes, okay, in that case, I did have a pull list. Uh, yeah, me, I, if I can indulge myself a bit. Uh, between me and my brother, I got the Spider-Mans, the Captain America, Iron Man, Thors, the Avengers, and the Mighty Marvels. And then right. he got the X-Men, the Fantastic Four, the Wolverine and Deadpools, and the Ultimates. And, like, right. between us, we had the full spread of all the publications, like. Yeah, and that would be, like, knock off. It would, it would be, like, no, you wouldn't go in and pick it off the rack. It's, like, it's there, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's that's what a pull list is, right? But they're, they're stocked every two weeks. So every, month, every Wednesday is new comic book day. And um, but basically, there's only one publisher, right? Sorry, one, one publisher of comics. One physical uh, manufacturer that actually prints comic books for uh, Marvel, for DC, for Image, all that kind of stuff, right? So it's basically just a one business shop, right? Now, what happened was, from the best I can understand it, is all, loads of comic book shops closed. Like, and we're not talking like closed for a little bit went bankrupt 100% crawl across America, right? And there wasn't that many comic book shops anyway in America, like compared to other kinds of shops. So they went down, right? Diamond is the name of the company that does all the publishing. This week, they're like, we're not publishing anymore. Comic books. We're cutting comic books out. Wow. Because it's not profitable anymore, right? So this basically leaves us with no comic books, right? Also, no comic book stores and at the same time uh, at the same time Disney's already gone through a massive loss because of some bad business decisions but also because of you know investments that they had in like Mulan and stuff like that and all the par- all the theme parks being closed so all these factors are kind of like lining up together to just be a perfect storm of uh, you know what show for the comic book industry and today loads of comic book staffs were laid off are you talking like artists or writers? We're talking or? artists, writers, and everything. There's a put pencils down. I think is the is the chat line is the the, the hashtag on it's Twitter. Because of Corona. Yes, because okay. of, because of the impact of it. So Christ, the, already in this yeah. short amount of time, Jesus. Think about it, because no one's no one's like that's what I'm saying. Loads of these shops have closed down, and like I know some of the shops here in Ireland haven't. Thankfully, hopefully they won't. They just stopped trading for a while, and like rents and stuff have been frozen. But in America, that didn't happen. In America, that's not a thing yet. You know, we're probably looking oh. about two or two or three weeks before that happens, where you know America kind of cops on and realizes that hey, this is a serious problem. But um, they didn't, and with the result, you know, I know a couple of comic book shops in San Francisco that I'm friends with. Um, they're, they've stopped trading. They haven't closed down, but a lot have in smaller cities because they just couldn't pay rent. And at this, and also to help things or to make things worse, um, <laughs> the the big publishers have said you're not allowed to return books. So you guys know this from working in a bookshop. You know when you do yeah. returns of newspapers. Yeah. You know, similar thing happens, but also doesn't happen in comic books. For example, you kind of you order a certain amount. And if you don't sell them, you know what happens? Well, they stay on the rack. Yeah. But there's such a high turnover, like. Yeah, returns aren't a thing in comics often enough. So what was that? What the some of the what some of the stores asked for for from the from the big boys, and even the smaller ones were like, "Hey, can we turn them back?" And Marvel's 
uh, said nothing. DC laughed at them, apparently. And Image, I think Image were the only ones to actually come out and be like, yeah, look, we'll give you 50% return. Well, um, Image is run by comic book artists, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, like, it, it's bad. It, it's bad. So, uh, this was just a loads of little things all at once. So, but, here's the real question. So, sorry, just here's the real question, and I want you guys to kind of jump in there. Do you, like, the big thought here is Disney will just stop making Marvel books. And DC have been looking for a while to stop doing books. And it looks like that's probably going to happen. So what do you guys think about that? Like, like that's insane news that's breaking literally as we're talking. It's just bizarre that comic book movies are the biggest thing in the world. And yet comic books haven't been profitable for like two decades. Like, I is it all because of the number one boom back in the 90s? Or like, what, what was the big kind of decline? Uh, the, well, the comic book crash happened in the 90s um, after the, the, the special editions number one boom. But look, here's the thing, right? Uh, yourself and Lisa about working in, in Easton's, right? Yeah. Mm. Books don't sell. Uh, they do, though. No. Manga do. No, what I mean is compare it to video games or compare it to movies. Like, it's, it's, it's niche and it's more niche by the day. Like I love, but I, I think as well, a lot of this is to do with like with DVDs and video Mm. games and stuff. It's all gone digital, and with books, it's going the same way. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, I I think books books will always survive in some way or another because Kindle came and went. How diverse is our store? Do we just sell books? No, yeah. I feel like we are like the painted whores of the like paper trade. Like seriously, yeah, we sell that's fair. That's fair. like we sell cigarettes, lotto. We sell all sorts of really weird crap. Just be, and we're a bookshop, and we're you know, if we if we didn't have that, we'd probably have very few customers. If we didn't that's- have all the extra bells and whistles. Exactly. Like the DVDs and stuff, but the DVDs don't even sell. We've been trying to like stop them sending us DVDs for ages because they just get shoplifted. No one actually buys them because nobody true. wants DVDs anymore. So they're sending DVDs into a bookshop, but nobody wants either. It's so weird. Yeah, and it's just it's that kind of midpoint where where everything is going digital, and if you don't adapt, you're getting squashed. And it's just it's it's a myriad of things at the same time all hitting. Um, all hitting and look, you know, if Finn was here, he, he would understand this reference. So forgive me if anyone doesn't get it. <laughs> Wrestling in W, there's a company called WCW, right? And they were having massive financial issues in the 90s. Into the what, what, excuse me, what eventually knocked them off wasn't the lack of interest, it was their overlords, their the people actually running the company, right? Were just like, we don't want wrestling on this channel anymore. And it took a hundred million dollar company. And reduced it to a two million dollar company that was sold to the WWE. So eventually, if that decision is made, that's when that's when you know what hits the fan. That's when you see the end of it. And Disney could just be like, "Hey, you know, we've lost enough money here. Um, this isn't this isn't profitable." On Marvel, though, Marvel's their like cash cow. It's holding up Star Wars. Their movies are. Their games are. The comic books. As well as that, there's like this huge push for things to be more environmentally friendly and, you know, making and printing books and stuff like that is, you know, one of those things that it will get phased out eventually just for being a pollutant or, you know, cutting down trees or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but 
in a week we're <laughs> have you guys seen the new warriors the oh <laughs> yes i was wondering when this would come up yeah so in a week where new warriors are a thing um it's just been an absolute crazy week for anyone involved in the world of comics and i'm just you know it's horrible it really is to see what the what was what this virus has done to the world in general but it's also really interesting now that we're starting to see the economic impacts of it on everything oh i thought um, you were going to start talking about those superheroes called safe space and whatever oh uh, no my favorite one is the backpack she has the dora explorer backpack and then, and, then, <laughs> what? and then there's what the Asian kid who has uh, got superpowers from internet gas, like that thing's a joke in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, because like I heard people complaining about what are the two what are the worst ones, Safe Space and something like that. And but, no, man, uh, I, think, I think the Dora Explorer is the worst one. Lunchbox is that her name? I don't know. She's she's kind of heavy and she has, walks around with a backpack and. I don't know. I, I think her name is Lunchbox. I'm not too sure. Uh, I just, it, it's, 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 you know, it literally is a meme of itself, but I just think in, in the week that that happened, the absolute bottom falls out of the comic book industry, and it's like, well, you know, it's been a good run. <laughs> well, can I just say, as like good someone run. who used to read them back when I was a teenager, I think this has been on the cards for a long, long time. I remember there was a boom where they kept doing big event things like civil war um where every two or three months there would be a big event that crossed the whole marvel universe which made a whole bunch of new number ones that you had to get and you'd be trying to enjoy a story and they'd just kick the story out the window in favor of some big selling event and then that happened every six or seven months and eventually there just were no serialized stories anymore as I said, you know, uh, there I I've actually I've been recently gone through my comic book collection. I have something like two or three thousand comics. Really? And, um, yeah. Um, and it sounds great until you try to store them, you're not. And uh, you know, as someone who was heavily involved in that thing, I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, e- even more recently, there were some good some good stories and stuff, but they were broken up by garbage. And you're left with a lot of books that had good moments, but nothing really, you know, would stand out outside of yeah. your your Scott Schneider or something like that, you know? So, um, yeah, look, we'll keep an eye on it. We'll talk about it on the show when it happens, but we could be living in a world, guys, where Marvel Comics doesn't make comics. Isn't that weird? That is bizarre. That is the weirdest thing. It's crazy. And it's all, and again, but here's the thing. It's, it's got to do with the industry, you know, purely business because literally all the printing is done by one company. And they just don't know that. Yeah, Diamond. Diamond are the one company that print for everybody, and they just don't want to do it anymore because it's not profitable. Jesus. So yeah, that that's why it's pretty much collapsing in on, on in on itself. So could they not go digital though? Is there not some way that they could do this digitally, like well, they transfer usually, over or something? They usually do on Comicsology, but here's the thing: Comicsology this week aren't printing any Marvel books, so that's kind right. of worrying on and of itself. So this is this is something that we could look around in a week or two and either it'll all be resolved or, you know, it's game over. Mm. I mean, it could it, there, there must be some way, like, because, I mean, Marvel and DC have gotten to, the, and all the others have gotten to the point that there are so many series running mm. that they couldn't all be profitable. There must be some way of stripping them down to the essentials. Yes, until... but, but, Keen, that implies that Disney... And Warner Brothers actually want to continue doing comics. Yeah, this goes, back, that's this, fair. this goes back to the point about WCW. That was making money. That was making serious amount of money, and they just didn't want wrestling on their show anymore. And if the big corporations are like, "Hey, man, you know, no," 
That's yeah, it. they did the same thing to Doctor Who in the 80s. Exactly, exactly. It's very similar to that. But Doctor Who in the 80s wasn't as bad as the comic industry is today, you know, at least. Uh, I don't know, some pretty nasty ones there. Oh, yeah, it was. But yeah, so look, <laughs> that that's the big news I wanted to lead the show with. Um, so there we go. I hope pretty catastrophic. Yeah, well, you know, I thought it was fitting. I didn't think we were going to be on lockdown when I was talking about it today, but sure, look, <laughs> guys, right? I'm so glad I went for a walk this morning, seriously. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I don't know, in about two, if this goes on for two or three months, we'll be like, a stream, things we miss about the outside world. <laughs> <laughs> Sunshine, birds, <laughs> fresh air. <laughs> things oh, before the incident. <laughs> before the incident. Oh, and man. remember, remain indoors. Can I I talk a bit of like kind of anecdotal life stuff for a sec? Of course. Please. Uh, We got our walk in before the lockdown, and Prim today learned how to throw a ball for the dog. Oh, so cute. Which is cute, and it's perfect because the two of them can entertain each other now. It's great. We've got (laughs) arms again. I miss arms. (laughs) She's like, I can just throw the ball for the dog, and the dog's good. (laughs) <laughs> oh, like one of those perpetual know. motion machines just the two of them going back and forth between each other with the ball yeah exactly the laws of thermodynamics and it's even better than that because uh, he only brings it back about halfway and then she crawls up to him a few feet oh. like so saying right, why you loads of time that's like most of the battle done right you're sorting yeah 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 Oh, but I know what you, it is really surreal going out and seeing dog parks empty and all that kind of stuff. It, it is kind of like 28 days later. It's a little bit haunting. Yeah, it, it's weird and haunting, but like less exciting than I was expecting. I was expecting the end of the world to be a bit more, I don't know, end of the world. <laughs> you <laughs> rating the end of the world. I was like, this is the worst timeline. Like, we don't get aliens. We don't get zombies. So tell you me, know. when do we get to start wearing all the BDSM gear? Like, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> asking for Is there a, a reason we're doing this without the cameras? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say, but... <laughs> That'd be telling. <laughs> well, I don't know. Apparently, uh, there, there's pictures I've seen on, online of just people doing that in their shop. And it's like, that's a bit... You know, that's pretty funny. There's <laughs> actually... Um, there's... There's actually, like, a whole group on Facebook now. It's just called... I think it's called Apocalypse Couture. and it's just people sharing like different post-apocalyptic outfits it's amazing well i have to say right i um i have my mask like a proper mask you know but look it's a balaclava basically and i'm like it's we're not there yet but i have my two masks coming and they are coming from china which is quite concerning but the virus doesn't live that long on things so i have two of those coming as of that so i'm like i'm i'm getting ready if it gets a fair amount worse you know i'm like i've had a talk with my dog i'm like mowgli listen you know, we have <laughs> Mowgli. Yeah, Mowgli. And he's just like, hey, man, listen, you know, if this gets bad, you know, we, we got to kind of go out and, you know, it's going to be you and me. So he knows, he's aware. Fighting crime. Exactly, exactly. And zombies. <laughs> still waiting for him, to, still waiting for him to, to reanimate, but no, it's not happening yet. Unless they're keeping it, it's all a conspiracy. I don't know. Different show. Different show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look. I... Sorry, go on. Uh, no, I just—I was just gonna say—I think the longer we stay in quarantine, the more it's gonna go towards that kind of show. Yeah, purely <laughs> out of boredom. <laughs> what have we done? Well, on the internet today. <laughs> actually, speaking of which, um, we were talking about DVDs earlier on, right? There's actually a little bit of a resurgence now in DVDs coming, so maybe by oh, stopping yeah. or dig them out because yeah, 
net I don't know if you know this or not, but YouTube, Netflix, uh are the two they've dropped their bitrate down to seven twenty. I noticed the quality dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's because it's capped. The internet was capped all across Europe. Because and well, it should. So there's like actually just lowering the quality rate as opposed to like it crashing. Like that's a really clever idea. Yeah, well, it's basically got to do with the fact that one, there's more people online at the same time than ever before. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. you have people working from home and teleconference and all this mad stuff. So yeah, it makes sense. It's just kind of crazy when you think about it at the same time, you know. Bad time for Disney Plus to drop. Yeah, actually, it was probably the best time for them to drop because everybody's using it now. Not if it doesn't work. Well, I mean, oh, no. I, I got it recently. I got it when it came out and it's perfect. Oh, yeah? I yeah, haven't had a chance to get perfect. it yet. So tell us about it. Yeah, it has so much stuff on it. Yeah? Like, it has stuff on it I didn't even know was Disney. Like what? Yeah, like what? Um, so it has, do you remember Nickelodeon's Doug? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's, that's on Disney under Disney's Doug. It's got so much Marvel. It's got the old 90s animated series like Spider-Man, Avengers, X-Men, The Hulk. Ooh. Yeah, it's got... Um, Wait, does it have the proper X-Men? Like the... Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the 90s cartoon. I've always wanted to watch that. Yeah. You've never seen it? No, I haven't, no. Oh, it's oh, well, so good. Well, here's the thing. All those shows are all part of the same universe. They're all like they're, they're really the Spider-Man yeah. overlap with the X-Men many many times. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, and like it's all actually the best one of all all those shows is uh, Hulk. Yeah, oh, really? the Hulk was so underrated. So underrated. Yeah, it's it's the best one out of all of them. It's fantastic. Jay I used to I used to wake up early in the morning before school, like six a.m. to watch yeah. like Batman, the Hulk. X-Men, all of that stuff. That's when it was on, just before you had to go to school after Watership Down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love that show. That was deadly. It was so sad. It's like, start the day with depression. Watch some 80s rabbits die. Oh, that was <laughs> well, it's all uphill from there, you know? Or um, did anybody, when we were kids, did anybody watch Gargoyles? Yes. It's Gargoyles. on Disney+. Plus. Oh, man. Uh, you yeah. know what? It's, it's weird. You know, theoretically, for educational purposes, I, you know, um, would have had a DVD with all these, uh, sorry, a hard drive with all these on it. And uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, there's, but, yeah, uh, no, it's it's the... definitely, it's worth the investment if you're into that kind of stuff. Here, here's my question, right? And I, I, I haven't got a chance to have it myself yet. Uh, my sister has it. I just, you know, literally, I'm still working, so I just haven't had a chance. But is it better than Netflix? Ooh. That's the thing. Because I have that's... Netflix. See, I have Netflix. I have the WWE Network, and the WWE Network is kind of all that I'm watching now. Because yeah, see, I can't say whether it's better or not. Like it's it's got things that Netflix doesn't. Where, but then again, Netflix has things that Disney doesn't. You know. Sure. So the yeah. the way we've done it in my house is, um, my dad and my brother will pay for the Netflix, and I pay for the Disney, and we just use both accounts. Okay, that's fair. Can you yeah. share? Can you uh, can you share up to a limited amount of people, or is there a cap on it, or do you know? Yeah, well, I mean, I I don't know if anyone else like I've made profiles for other people in my in my house, but I don't know if they're actually using it. But you can uh, do multiple profiles. Oh, cool. Okay, that's good. See, like the WWE network is super stingy. Like you can only go one person at a time. Yeah. Ooh, so that, yeah well, I mean, that, Netflix. Yes. You can, depending on your subscription, you can do. Like I think we have it set to two at a time. Oh, nice. Yes. That's fair. So it's, it's it works out. 
you know, and, and worst case, if, if both people are watching Netflix, I can flick on Disney or whatever, you know? How much is it? Um, so I think when I got it, it was a special offer because it was a pre-order. So it was like 60 quid for the year, but I think it only goes up to 70 for the year. That's really not bad. That's about the same price as Amazon Prime. Yeah. And it like it's got all the uh, Marvel. It's got Star Wars. Um, it's got National Geographic for some reason. Yeah, because Disney owns them. Yeah, well, there you go. What a weird <laughs> overlap. Yeah. Well, dude, Disney Disney owns everything. Eventually, it's going to be, you know, Disney Spar, Disney Superman. <laughs> yeah, no, it's every, everything's yeah. going to be owned by like Facebook, Disney, and Amazon. Basically, like actually, well, we're on Twitch now, and that's owned by Amazon. So there you go. Yeah, it's weird. You know, it's crazy. Crazy um, Amazon overlords. Well, look, you know, I, I, I'm so happy that I have Amazon Prime because I'm like, yeah, man, I need this. And it arrives. And it's like, you know what? The world is ending around us, but I can still get my blender. So <laughs> that's such a South Park thing to say. Yeah, it's weird. It's just it's just as I said, like this is the weirdest timeline where the end of the world happens, but you can still order stuff on Amazon and it arrives relatively soon. <laughs> Can't get so fresh weird. fruit and veg, but I got my blender. Exactly. That's, that's, when, that's when you have to adapt and, you know, find small wildlife and Just berries. Just stick some bread into it. Well, yeah, look, at least we have bread, you know. Well, as, as we discussed last week, there's nothing better than raw bread. <laughs> so. I, I suspect bread will go very quickly, though, Dara. I've, I've noticed bread and eggs are very hard to come by in my area. Yeah. yeah. That's why you learn to make your own bread, sir. Well, see, this ah. is the thing in I thought you just I find live. it in the wild. No, Where no, no, I live, you... there's no uh, flour either. Oh, really? No, everybody's buying flour. Well, I, I, you know, again, mapping this thing from like January, it's like there's a bit of prep time, but I, I didn't go too mad with the basement of um, kitchen rolls, like on what's it, Extreme Couponing. By the way, that show was amazing. <laughs> yeah. if, you're, if you're bored, watch Extreme Couponing. It's the best show on TV. Okay, I'm, can I'm you give us a run? Because I've never heard of this thing. <laughs> How have you never heard of Extreme Couponing? Americans love their I'm scared of all things American. Okay, right. So (laughs) it's a reality TV show. Don't hold it against it. But like Undercover Boss, it has its moments. Um, And basically, it follows these mainly women. I don't mean to stereotype or, you know, any of that, but it's mainly women that do this for some reason. And it will start with them just having these books, like massive books of coupons. They're like, yeah, this is my coupon. Uh, (laughs) It's just for. This is for... Hey, uh, kids, we're eating dinner tonight. Literally. Right? And it's just like, yeah, this is for Walmart, and this is for the store, and I got these from the stories, and you're like, right. And this goes on for about 10, 15 minutes, and they're like, right. (laughs) Like, now we're going to go out and get the food, and then they go out and do it, right? It's just, they'll walk in, and they'll literally fill the trolleys up with, like, 16 cases of, like, diet soda, and 16 cases of like kitchen roll and stuff that yeah in like small quantities is useful but i don't think you're ever going to need like 26 cases of baby food when you're all grown adults well this is the thing they buy the weirdest stuff just because they get the coupons for it and that's it and that's the most amazing thing so yeah like some of them will get lucky and you're like actually you know what that's you did pretty well but then it'll cut back to them and they just have like their basement just filled with stuff they're never going to use like no one is ever going to use. They yeah. could be survivalists, though. Americans are really into their surviving things. Yeah. Uh, oh, 100%. Look, and that's what I'm saying. You know, if that's what it was for, I would 100% be like, you know what, rad. 
but <laughs> it, it, it's not like a lot of it is just garbage. But the the the, the bit that is satisfying, Keen, and this is this is where you're like, yeah, man, this show's worth it. They'll do their big <laughs> shop, right? and the shop will be like what seven, eight hundred, your eight hundred dollars, right? Right. And then due to the couponing thing, and the, I always I always feel really sorry for your woman who has to ring this up. Yeah. And just dying of death, and sometimes they'd be like, yeah. So we've been here for four hours, and uh, yeah, we've just changed over. And uh, this, this girl, you know, and this woman just goes off and swaps shift, and it's a different cashier because they've been there, been there that long. And then what happens is uh, they'll do it, and it's like, yeah, well, we made, we got two dollars back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, so the 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 end goal is basically to make it to as close to zero as possible. Yeah. But occasionally you get somebody who puts all their coupons in, and the cashier goes, "Okay, we owe you seventeen dollars." Yeah, it's amazing. And you're like, "This show's the best show on TV." So yeah, <laughs> genuinely. Did, did you ever watch um Extreme Cheapskates? I haven't. No. So it's it's similar to Extreme Couponing, but they're cheap in every aspect of their lives, including okay. their shopping. Oh, so it's kind of like you know somebody's frying bacon and the handle breaks off the frying pan, so they just get like a vice grip thing, and they're like, "This is the new handle. Everybody deal with it," you know. Or uh, yeah. they there was there was one uh, there was a household they had no furniture and they were trying to sell their house or rent. Yeah, they were trying to sell their house, and they were having people come view it, but they had to view it with furniture. Right. So they literally went to their neighbors and they were like, can we borrow your furniture for today? <laughs> and they're like bringing the furniture across the street to put into their house. And it's, it's just wild. Like they, so they have, um, the kids are sitting out in a paddling pool in the back garden and they bring the dirty dishes out to wash in no, the pool. No, and then the kids are, the, no, the, the, the pool is like, it's a pool, it's a bath. So the kids have already bathed in it and then they no, have the kids washing the dishes in it. Oh, no, it's fell. Yeah. That's, no, what? No. <laughs> no, why? No. If, if you like extreme couponing, you'll be disgusted. See, that would make me really... <laughs> that should be the tagline of the show. If you like Extreme Couponing, you'll be disgusted. <laughs> See, Extreme Couponing, right? And to be fair, not all of them are like weirdos or something like that. Like, some people are like, yeah, look, you know, we don't need this, so we're just going to give it to our church or something like that. And I'm like, all right, yeah. you know, well, I give it to the homeless. Or anything. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's that's really honorable and stuff. But um, no one sounds like they win in that situation. Everybody seems like they've lost. but it's it's one of those shows that you watch it and you're like okay i actually feel pretty good about myself fair if nothing else is achieved like i'm glad that's not me yeah fair american tv is weird particularly when you watch it like in america or on american tv shows like you guys have been to america haven't you no no oh all right fair um well tell us tales if you want an experience of what the shop's bigger yeah, everything's bigger in America. It's crazy. Um, Even the people. Oh, especially, <laughs> but especially the shops. Uh, but yeah, no, it's weird, right? If you want to kind of taste of what American TV is like, watch a stream of like WWE. So WWE is on at like one in the morning here. So I, that's how I watch it. I would watch it like, you know, because I don't sleep. And um, uh, yeah, like all the ads. So they take ads every 15 minutes. So every ad is for like erectile dysfunction or... <laughs> diabetes 
But then split in, it's like, try our new triple whopper from, you know, uh, mm. Wendy's. Try our mm. new heart stopper from Popeye's. You're like, you know what? I think I'm seeing a link but here, guys. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I but think everything, yeah, everything is, is the the commercials are so weird. Because, like, even they're trying to sell medication to you like it's sweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, what I love about that, Katie, is at the end of it, they're like, it's just like some guy speaking really fast about all the risks of this medication. Well, that, that, that's they're legally required to do that. Like, they can advertise it however they want as long as they put in all of those disclaimers at the bottom. But, yeah, it's some guy speaking really, really fast. Really fast. That's like, and most of it is, you know, for, like, erectile dysfunction. So it's like, your penis might fall off. Might even call death. And you're like... You said that really fast. Like, <laughs> the know, only way I can I can explain it is, you know, in Rick and Morty when they're watching the interdimensional cable. Oh yeah, and uh, it's the turbulent juice. Yes, exactly. And at That's the end exactly. of it, Morty's like, "What was that? Is that a commercial or is it a movie or like what?" That's that's basically what all the commercials are like. Uh, oh my god, that sounds exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> what, what what what's more annoying is as well, like you're watching if you're watching a show like AEW, the commercials will happen in the middle of the show. Yeah. So what'll happen is the show will stop and the screen will shrink. So you're still watching the match, but there's commercials happening. You're like, America, what are you doing? Just calm down. Like I don't yeah. need to hear about Wendy's. I can't even buy these products. <laughs> but even there so their commer- like our commercial breaks would be like they'd show 15, 20 minutes, maybe half an hour of a show and then you know, five minutes of ads. Whereas yeah. theirs, it's they show the opening credits, uh, 15 minutes of adverts, five minutes of the show or movie or whatever it is, another 15 minutes of adverts, another five minutes, another, and it just goes, and then the movie ends, they show like 30 minutes of adverts and then the end credits. That, oh my God. Like, cause I know from watching Judge Judy now and again, that like every two minutes, there's like Judge Judy will return in a moment. Yeah. How would you get anything watched? Well, it's worse when you're so watching the Super. It's worse when you're watching the Super Bowl or something, or, or American football over there, dude. I can't watch it. It's just ads with like five minutes. It's three hours of ads with two minutes of quote unquote sport. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. America's weird. It really is. But what mm-hmm. I will say, extreme couponing, and I'm going to check out that extreme cheapskate because. Yeah, I want to feel better about myself. <laughs> well, most people aren't as bad as the, you know, bathing the kids in the dishwater kind of thing, but <laughs> it's worth a look. Yeah, definitely. And what is that on Netflix or? I don't think so. I used to watch it like on, you know, the reality TV channels or whatever. Oh, fair. Because um, I know, I know, Extreme Coupon and Wall is on Netflix. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's where I got super into it. Oh, I'm gonna get stuck into that then. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> definitely a good watch. I, you know, hard recommendation. Yeah, no, I, I'm excited for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know, thank God. You know, of all the times for a plague to break out, at least we have the internet and social interaction in this way. <laughs> because you know, trying to live, I was just thinking, I'm like, what did people do during the actual like Black Death? That must have really sucked. Died. They died, Dara. <laughs> I know. But what did the ones who didn't die do? Like suffered. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but they couldn't yeah. read they couldn't read because you know books weren't a thing really so what just sit around and like you know Loom. <laughs> like play I don't know I'm just thinking I'm like you know of all the times for a plague to hit at least we have the internet so that's the main <laughs> thing you know it really is that could be a t-shirt that, no one steal that do yeah. not steal original yeah. <laughs> 
pending, pending, pending. Um, but yeah, okay, moving on to more uh, upbeat topics or more nerdy topics. Is there anything you guys want to talk about in particular? I know Picard is one that you want to talk about, Kane. I do, but something caught my eye before we started recording. Uh, Lisa, are you... What is this hamster podcast thing you're doing? Oh, no, no, no. It's not a hamster podcast. <laughs> um, I released today a hamster audiobook. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You, you waited until now to say this? Yeah. <laughs> what is what it's is a vampire hamster? So basically, um, I in the last week since being off work, I wrote and illustrated a comic book called Hamsteratu, like oh Nostratu, but hamster. And I did, I recorded an audio read along to go with it. Oh my god! So that is available. Um, send uh, six dollars to Happy Dude or Venus Debilo at gmail.com <laughs> via paypal and you will get a hamsteratu comic book and audiobook where i literally read it entirely in a hamster voice oh, oh my god and i also sing in a hamster voice as well yep oh my, oh my god <laughs> this is the best thing ever why didn't you lead with this you buried the lead on us <laughs> oh wow okay. you've been sitting back there quietly with your tea sitting on this Just secret wait. the whole time and we Just were rapping on about coupons no i <laughs> Astrid, I am. I'm just there, like, just waiting to drop Hamsferatu on y'all. I get oh, a hamster voice in it and everything, and it's just kind of a. Uh... Oh, okay, here. Okay, right. Okay, okay. You need to give us like a taste of this. So, what is hamster voice? We need it. We need a taste of this. Okay, so I'm um... Hamsferatu. Laugh at me. I am evil. I am. I'm evil. <laughs> so it's basically, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. oh my god that rings a bell. That's like something really distinct, and I can't put my finger on it. Oh. <laughs> I can't That's gonna drive me crazy. Howdy ho, everybody! <laughs> I'm doing it, you That's know. That's it, yes. Uh, hey, Mr. Hanky. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay, so. so, that, so that was this week's project. That is, you know what, though? That beats my project. I don't even know why I did this week. I just kind of. I forgot. I forgot it was Friday today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the extent of it. Um, okay, right. Yeah. So, anyone listening right now, where can people get this? Um, and yeah, just one more time. Yeah, if you um, send six euro to um, via PayPal to venusdevilo at gmail dot com. That's v e n u s d e v i l o at gmail dot com. I will send you a PDF of the comic book and an MP three of the audiobook and you can listen to it and read along with it and um next week's project is going to be um edgar Allan poe's the hamster so i have rewritten the raven from the point of view of a hamster and oh my i will goodness. start recording that as of next week this is fantastic this is this yeah. is amazing well <laughs> there's not evil hamsters out there in the world yeah i'm this, concerned this is now. fair i'm concerned now <laughs> There's like a whole, like, you know, dogs and cats, they're topped out, man. You know, hamsters is the future of uh, diabolical animals. Yeah, well, actually, this, just this on, on the kind of Eason's thing, like, did you get the weird, um, there was a Christmas Carol book that was acted out by hamsters. Did you have that in your branch? Yes, 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 yes. I bought that from my mom for Christmas. Of course you bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't steal it, God. <laughs> <laughs> if, you li- 
if you like evil hamsters, um, I noticed that because I've been watching a lot of Disney Plus lately. Um, and they have all of the old animated series as well. So, you know, like Lilo and Stitch and stuff. Yeah, and the yeah, bad yeah. guy in that is a space hamster. Ugh. Intriguing. Yeah. Well, everything is more evil when you ha- tack on in space to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's literally an evil space scientist hamster. Do hamster, are, are hamsters known for their science? Wait, hold on. <laughs> no, otters were, according to so He physically went into space. He did, yes he did, and he, he left his, his... He kissed his family goodbye and everything, and then he walked slowly up to the uh, thing, and then he went into the thing, the rocket, and then he kind of flew off into space, and he came back, and... And it crashed into the church. Ball sack. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that, yeah, what, what's his name, Nibbles? Nibbles! That was it, Nibbles, yeah. Shoot. <laughs> no, that's a different one, that... Ball sack, Nibbles. That was... That was the different ones. That was um, there was that was the the very underrated Christmas special from like season from like season fourteen. Oh yeah, that was like one of the best episodes ever. Like where yeah. they get snowed in and stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh the so... Simpsons now is it? Yeah, some people hate on you know everything after like season nine. I'm like, nah, man, season nine is. It, it, you know, yeah, okay, right. It's it's the point when ev- every episode is decent, but you know, one Christmas I sat around and actually like watched. I forced myself, Clockwork Orange style, to watch every <laughs> single episode of The Simpsons. Just oh to see. my god! There's and you thirty survived. seasons. There was, and here's the thing, right now, all joking aside, and all um, you know, in all seriousness, it's fine up until season seventeen, right? And then it's the most painful thing you'll sit through because it's absolute dog poop right and it continues to, it remains to be dog poop until like season 20 20 21 20 and then it gets surprisingly not bad and then it read the last couple of seasons have actually picked up quite well because they're extremely referential so they'll kind of right. jump back and refer to older episodes so it's actually quite enjoyable but man never watch from season 70 and season 20 i'm convinced that's a layer of hell you know, you go what, there and Dante... What if Dante, you did it like, like, a, like a drinking game? You know, every time it's awful, just drink. I think you'd be you just dead. die. Yeah, you'd just be dead. Like, I'm, I'm convinced uh, there's a lair in hell where Dante's like, haha, welcome. Here's the... Se- you know, behold the horrible Simpsons level. And he's like, no, no. Yeah, I just... It, can it I, uh, since you've obviously done a lot of research, can you pinpoint the episode where it loses you? Oh no, just all of season 17. Like, that whole thing is just really bad. Like, it just starts off in a bad... Like, it's a, it's a slow, gradual decline. Right. Um, but there's nothing redeemable by season... He's the worst one. Um, there's Because all it is is just random cameos. It's not even clever. Like, I think that's the one that has Lady Gaga on it. Oh, oh well. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've seen yeah. that one. That was a pointless episode. Even kind of redeem. I know that because like Lady Gaga, I happen to like some of her songs. But what I mean is like you know, compared to like when Michael Jackson or Aerosmith or something would be on it, there would be a reason for them to be there as such. It would kind of be like a, a fun, you know, kind of play on it. Or even it'd be something you know like with the, the baseball. You know, this is just it's not good. I like. I know. Uh, well, uh, sorry. Super Eye Patch Wolf on YouTube has a lovely video documenting the decline of The Simpsons. Yeah, and yeah. he even goes into detail about like which writers leave to go to do Futurama, 
And like yeah. there's a huge exodus around season nine because that's when Futurama started, and like that's where the decline. Oh, yeah, well, it, it it changes so completely. There's a great book called um, what's the book called it's here in front of me? Planet Simpson. And then there's a book called Zombie Simpsons. Oh, I've heard that term thrown around before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and I wouldn't subscribe to that. I think that that, that kind of like uh, perpetuates that there's no good episodes after season nine, which is demonstrably not true. And it it, it leads into this kind of oh, you know, it's 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 terrible and it needs to end. It's like look, it probably did need to end, but the time for it to end was around season twenty. You know, right. now it's now it's kind of come back and it's very watchable. So, well, yeah, I think, aren't they, they're finishing it up anyway. Are they? Please. I, I think so, yeah. I think they hit 30 seasons and they were kind of like, maybe that's enough. Yeah, when they, when they with the whole Apu thing and stuff, it's like, you know what? Simpsons just, oh. they're, they're, yeah, like, do we want I don't know, Disney's bought them though. Like, apparently there was a, a Simpsons short about Maggie for before the Pixar film Onward. Yeah. So I could I could see them like doing a Force Awakens on it and, like, you know, doing something new with it. I wouldn't I'm not saying that. it'd be good, but I could see them doing it. Well, the Force Awakens wasn't good, so, you know, <laughs> it's just what it is. It, the Force uh, needed five more minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Put the Force back to sleep, you know? It's just like... Um, but, yeah, like, I, you know, I, I would say, you know, if you're watching The Simpsons, and now that, you know... Actually, Katie, is Disney is Simpsons on Disney Plus? All 30 seasons plus the movie. Wow. Well, look, in the week that's in it and the month that's in it and the year that's in it and everything else, you know, we're not living through the Black Death, thankfully, not just yet. And we're not in, like, the 14th century. So you can watch us <laughs> and watch, yeah. Uh, check out. You the- always know to look on the bright side, don't you? I try. I try. Thank goodness for the internet. <laughs> if the internet goes down, go, guys. Seriously, suicide pact. Um, <laughs> Speak for yourself. I have DVDs. True, true. I know, no, but I think I think this would be far worse if the, you know, if the internet wasn't there. But listen, what my point is, um, with there in the week that's out and stuff like that, go back for yourself and have a look. You know, have a look at the the later stuff. Even yeah. like do a Google for the that Christmas episode that Lisa was talking about. That's one of the best episodes of The Simpsons. And it's like tucked away in those latter seasons. So, you know, I just, that whole, oh, there's nothing good after season nine really bugs me. I think it's unfair. Well, I so, mean, if there was nothing everything. good after season nine, it, it wouldn't have made it as far as it did. Yeah. They would have gotten, like, they would have cancelled it long before that. Oh, no, there were still gems in series 11 and 12 as well. Like, you know, like Homer getting smart and all that malarkey. Or Barton Millhouse running the comic shop. Oh, See, actually, that's brilliant. Isn't it? Yeah, I love yeah, that one. The comic book guy and the oh, Skinner's yeah. mother going out and all that. So good. See, these these are all... I'm not my witch hazel. <laughs> <laughs> slowly going down oh, the banister. Sliding on the banister. <laughs> <laughs> actually, uh, that's Homer. Uh, that, that's a good one. But my favourite one actually is in that season as well. Um, the, the computer war men issues. Oh, yeah. It's the other one. It's the it's the the, the island parody where Homer starts the Mister X website. Oh, oh yeah, that's a great one. Oh, and the, the German Homer in the house. Yeah, I have blue tie wearing. <laughs> what we will go out for a sensibly priced meal and a night of efficient German <laughs> sex. <laughs> it's great. It's so good. I will say, all right. What bugs me about The Simpsons now when you're watching it on Channel Four and Network Two and stuff like that mm, as well. Yeah. 
They censored The Simpsons. Like, oh, yeah. We were watching the Mary Poppins one yesterday, and they cut out the entire Tarantino itchy and scratchy thing. Oh, oh. wow! It's like it's a great. Like, there's actually the good one. You know, the um, it's the missed. You know, where Homer uh, verse. It's the one where he's accused of touching your woman, and he's really going for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They cut out. You know, the line is like. We'll meet this farmer with sex hookers. He's like, where are the hookers? Out back. It's just yeah. <laughs> the third episode, and it's just like, why you're miss- missing the show doesn't make any sense if you cut this out because it just it's awkwardly done. And I know it because in theory I have a hard drive that's filled with all the ser- episodes of Simpsons. How many theory- hard drives do you in theory have? Oh, in theory, there's a whole shelf full of hard drives. Uh, <laughs> for education purposes, but um. Yeah, this one in particular, you would say, um, has completely unedited Simpsons. So mm. I watch them, you know, on my downtime, just kind of chill out. And then when I go, when I do watch them on the on the TV, it bugs me because I'm like, why did you cut out all of the jokes? Yeah, they, there's. I've noticed it over the years. In the one about the Prohibition ban, they cut out uh, an English pub being blown up during the St. Patrick's Day parade. Uh, yeah, the New York one is unwatchable because they've yeah. cut out every single shot of the World Trade Center and Homer's car is parked between it. So there's entire scenes just missing and it's really weird. See, it's just like, okay, I understand the sensitivity around it, but it's like, listen, when I watched Men in Black, when you, actually, I watched Men in Black there for the first time in ages. And, you know, they don't cut it out. Yeah. The, the two hours. It's like, yeah, it's a thing that happened. It's there, you know. It's it's, it's not. It's part of history. Yeah, because yeah. I've always thought that it's almost like, you know, the terrorists in that incident win if you try and hide it, you know. Exactly. Because like, you're, you, you're... Has anyone ever been to the World Trade Center recently? I was no? there. I was there two years ago. It's Freedom just Tower. so they've they've just where the towers fell. It's just a huge square hole in the ground that they filled with water. Yeah, but beside it, they built the Freedom Tower. Yeah, and it's like the tallest building in on, on in that part of the world, and it's cool, you know. And they do a whole big thing on it. Um, actually, the museum. Are you in the museum, Katie? No, no, unfortunately not, because we went at night. Ah, uh, right. Well, 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 I was there for work. I was in uh, DC for work, and I went to visit my family around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And um, it, my uncle was like, you know, let's go see the Freedom Tower. I was like, all right, right on, because he he lives over there, you know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, the museum is actually... I heard of this museum when I was in Maynooth because we used it as an example um, for visual co- for um, media programming. So basically, the way they set it up was when you walk in, they have different uh, audio playing from the inst- from 9-11. Uh, and every every part of the room is, triggers a different soundbite. It's really cool the way it's done. It's very eerie. It's a lot like the Titanic Museum, actually. Uh, yeah, that sounds to- like incredibly triggering <laughs> yeah it is but the way they do it is actually pretty amazing um mm. as well like it's all audio calls from the time and stuff like that so it, it really is quite disturbing but you know of course it is right yeah um so yeah that was there and um we went to the freedom tower and it was you know it, it was cool you know to kind of see but it's weird it's very weird but, but this this is the thing i'm getting at like so they have that set up in in new york you know they have the whole the whole area is one big monument so they're 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 still kind of they're they're very aware of what happened and they're they're like look here it is come yeah, look exactly. at it but exactly, yet yeah. in in films and TV shows and stuff they're completely censoring it out yeah it doesn't it doesn't make sense you it's know crazy. it's it's like pretend it never happened yeah 
like I I would under, like I understand initially because when I remember when that's that episode came out, uh, sorry when the episode was being played after the event and well I was like what ten or eleven and mm. I still remember not seeing that episode for years on Network yeah. Two or Sky. Yeah, now, that's right. Yeah. Like for years you just didn't see it, you know. And um, yeah. I, I suppose it made sense then, but like now it doesn't. Yeah, you know, it, it just it it's really a bit doesn't. like unnecessary kind of cottoning, you know. Mm, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, like sometimes with things like that, they go so far trying to protect people, they almost kind of disrespect what the memory. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a tough one, you know. But I've I, I just noticed it with The Simpsons in general that they're like, there's a lot of stuff in because people forget that The Simpsons was revolutionary, yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. Like, it was literally like the complete opposite of what TV was supposed to be. And then it just yeah. Kind of, it was oh, if you watch like time. a sitcom from the 80s, you see how much The Simpsons helped television. Like, mm. it was yeah. very quaint. Like, like horsing around from BoJack Horseman without the irony, you know? <laughs> exactly. But now, n- now a lot of stuff, you know, people, like the whole Apu thing just disgusts me because I'm like, mm. look, I, I understand it, but I'm like, did you watch every joke in The Simpsons well, sorry, most episodes of Simpsons has a joke that's really offensive to yeah. Irish people. And yeah. it's like, we don't care because it's really funny. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's part of our culture to make fun of ourselves anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, and like the whole of a poo thing, it's like, you know, I always saw him as a really good role model. Like, he's a, he's a genius computer scientist that owns his own build, business. Yeah. It's like, come on. Like, he. he now, the American I, can, dream, you know? I can understand like early Simpsons Apu where he was oh, just yeah. the sleazy quickie mark guy, but they, oh, they yeah. expanded him a lot. They did. Uh, exactly, He's gone yeah. on so many journeys, like the him trying to, you know, you know, like the episodes where like him fighting against um, the arranged marriage initially, you know, the way he yeah. was. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Citizenship, citizenship battle as well. Citizenship. Even yeah. when they brought in, in one of the newer episodes, they brought in like his younger cousin. I can't remember his name. But he was all like this kind of stereotypical modern Asian guy who was all like, Apu, you, you sound like from Bengali. Oh, my God. You know, Uncle, you're in the past. You know, you're running mm. a quickie mart. They're, they're even taking the piss out of the way that Apu was the old-fashioned stereotype. But then they're almost kind of turning it on its head by making the new young brash Indian guy who's all into commerce and modern things and stuff. They're kind of showing how shallow and stuff that is. And they're just kind of... I think maybe the accent and stuff was racist to begin with, but he's just gone on such a journey. I, I yeah, think. I I think the problem I, that people had with it, I think the problem people had it wasn't you know the accent or the character; it was the fact that it was a white man. Yeah, and and, and now in, in fairness to Hank Azaria, he did say, "Look, if it's offending people and people are upset, I'm just gonna stop doing it." Yeah, that's fair. You know, and look, I think they left him in a situation where you couldn't do anything else but like and that is like the guy who plays Willie is he Scottish? No yeah. it's like Mike or the Italian guy who runs the restaurant it's like, like... W- where does it end you know and that's that's kind yeah. of the whole thing you know and it's it's sad but like that's what I mean when, well, when we're able to do accents. like look at Robin Williams how many accents he did in every mm. movie even when he wasn't playing a character from certain countries he'd do all those accents is he not allowed to do that because he's not all those different things. I just think it's. I think it's just that I can't remember the comedian's name, but I literally just think it's him just trying to cash in because being triggered and stuff is a popular thing that gets you lots of attention. Well, your man, his his comedy is not good. I watched the documentary. His comedy sucks. Um, so yeah. I think it was just. To be fair, though, some of the people who we interviewed 
our comedians, our Indian comedians that I actually like a great deal, and their points yeah. were very valid. But I'm also just like, you know, man, get over it. You know, it's like, you know, but look, it is it's, it's like of it's, all the regular things to pick on, like that's probably one of the least kind exactly. of bad ones. Exactly. You know, I think it's because it's The Simpsons and it's an easy topic and if, if people are insulting The Simpsons then it's just kind of, oh, it's The Simpsons, that's a huge mega brand, let's pick on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think that that's, you know, probably a good point to, uh, to, to look at ending the show when you reach that point now where it's just like the show that was, that's made its career out of you know, making fun of everybody because everyone was fair game, or you know, not mean spirited fun like uh, Family Guy. It's one of the things I don't like about Family Guy. It's it's way too mean spirited. There's no heart to it, you know. Um, and then when it tries to have heart, it's very cynical. Oh, it's even worse. It's even mm. worse when it tries to have heart, you know. Um, but yeah, somehow it's, South it's, Park has good heart, and it's like always very bold and edgy. I mean, I know you're quite up on your South Park, aren't you, Lisa? I am currently like rewatching every episode ever. Really? Oh my god! Yeah, for the quarantine because I actually just love South Park to begin with, and I know it kind of fell off a bit. Like in the later series, it just stopped being funny. But I don't. I I actually just watched the season seventeen to twenty for the first time in the last week, and I thought it was amazing. The most recent season is fantastic. Good, kind of towards three quarters of the way through where they are from around the season. 14, 15 onwards, it just kind of stops being a bit funny. It becomes very kind of political and very relevant to specific American politics and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. I kept I guess- it, and then it got better, and it was really funny. And that, and that whole kind of season where Randy Marsh is Lord and stuff like that, and it kind of got <laughs> the quirky, surreal kind of humor back mm. into it. That it wasn't just the thing is at South Park; it's so topical. Yeah. Um, unless you're watching it like every week as it comes out fresh, which I wouldn't because I'm a binger. I like to watch things when they come out on DVD and I watch mm. them all in one sitting. Um, things that are topical aren't topical anymore. They're old news. And I've either yeah. missed the boat with hearing about it or I'm like, God, that's so old, you know? So yeah. what I noticed with the original kind of first couple of seasons, I'm on the end of season two now. Mm. I started watching them during the week. They're actually... They're not not topical, but they're like just really weird stories, like yeah. Yeah. aliens and stuff. Like you know what I mean? It's uh, is, is, where, is, I think their heart is, is and each of them has such a liberal message. Well, not liberal, libertarian, because they're both libertarians. Right, but you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, like, yeah, oh no, hundred percent, hundred percent, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's that's what I've always liked about the show. The I think it's just like like everyone just gets it. You know, it's just. There's a, there's a little something for everybody there, you know. That, but that, it, sorry, no, no, go, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna I was gonna ask uh, Lisa there, which one is is this is that the season that has the the rainforest with Jennifer Aniston in it? <laughs> the getting gay with kids episode. <laughs> That's my favorite episode. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so good. That tomorrow. Oh, it's brilliant. sorry. That's also what I wanted to know because that's that actually I think it, oh, along with uh, Good Time with Weapons, that's probably my favorite one. Yeah, it's so strange that South Park used to be safe enough to have celebrities. No one's gonna go near it now. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. Uh, sorry, Katie, you want to get in there? No, I, one, what I was just gonna say was um, one of the things that always impressed me about South Park was the fact that they had such a huge turnaround. You know, like it was always topical, it was always on point, but it never lost the heart. Yeah. Mm. So that yeah. something would happen within the week, they would have an episode out ready to go to be watched, but it it never felt rushed. 
I, I, there's a great documentary. I don't know if you guys. Six days to launch. That's the one. Basically, it goes through their creative process of them writing, producing, voicing, and delivering the show. Because basically, they do it within six days. Yeah. That is mad. When you consider it probably takes like a month to do an episode of The Simpsons. And, you oh, know, it takes, I mean, six, takes, six, takes six months to do Simpsons. Jesus. Six yeah. months for The Simpsons. I mean, it, it takes like, what, four years to do a season of Rick and Morty? <laughs> Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, but at least it's good when it arrives. No, yeah. no oh, you know what? Is it? Is it not? Am I? Have I missed something? The new series is very. I I didn't even know there was a new series. Yeah, well, this is this is the thing. So it got it got licensed to four OD or E right. four, whatever it was, and right. they put out the first five episodes on four OD for like two weeks or something, and then took them down. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. How so if, come? You, if if you didn't, it was like a timed release thing. So if you didn't watch them when they were up there, that was it. Like they just got rid of them forever. Well, there. I mean, there's you can't get them anywhere right now, in theory. Okay. In theory, for educational purposes, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and it was only the first five episodes anyway, so it wasn't even the full season. Okay. But there, I've noticed. Uh, there actually, there was there was a good video last night. I can't remember who it is, who did it, but it was online anyway. And um, I was talking about the decline of Rick and Morty, and it's something I've noticed with this season. When I was watching it, I was like, "This doesn't feel as good as the others." You know, I've started like. That's uh, strange. I thought series three was great, personally. Series three was great, but the new season. See no, the the, not... the the thing is, it got bought. Um, it got licensed for I think it was a hundred episodes. Right. Right. So that the 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 company I can't remember what company it was, but the the people who bought it they licensed it for a hundred episodes because if they get a hundred episodes they can properly franchise it and sell merch. Right. Yeah. So that's that's what they're doing. They're focusing on merch right now. Oh. Uh, that's disappointing. That's yeah. That's disappointing. And I know like, we were here defending The Simpsons, the brand that literally invented probably the, the, you know, the Kiss version of cartoons as such with merchandise, but it, it, it's still... Do the Bart, man. You know, you know Michael but, Jackson wrote that? Yeah. He wrote it because he wanted Bart to have a number one hit. So wait, yeah. was that actually Michael Jackson in the episode about Michael Jackson then? Yeah, he was using a pseudonym. Well, right. Yeah. And okay. he also, they also mixed up... Uh, Apparently, one of the best impersonators at certain points as well to kind of get around it, which is weird. Apparently, apparently, they tried to get the Beach Boys to write a sequel to do the Batman. Can you imagine that? That would be amazing. I'd listen to that. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Well, now this is later era Beach Boys now. Like you know, so it may not have been like. No, I would listen. Still, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I so I used to when I was first starting out face painting, I used to do this gig where it was it was a summer gig and it would be like four days a week for three months. Right. And the company that we worked for, they were very like on the cheap. So we used to use their Spotify and we'd be in the middle of this big shopping center and their Spotify (laughs) ran out. So all they had on the phone. Spotify ran out. <laughs> yeah, they were they were like paying for it, you know. Oh, just <laughs> ran out of songs. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, they, so they were, the Spotify subscription ran out, and they didn't want to renew it. So they had three songs on the phone, and the three oh. songs were uh, Will Smith, Miami, Getting oh, yeah. Jiggy with It, and Do the Bartman. So we had to listen oh, to those God. three songs on repeat 
four days a week, it was like six hours a day for three months. Oh, well. So, like, I would take well. a Beach Boys Bart song over Do the Bartman <laughs> right now. You know, so that's you why I... Like that upside down, inside out, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> that's why I hate all Frank Sinatra music. Well, it haunts my reason. dreams. For a similar reason. Oh, God, that's horrible. <laughs> what, because of the Bartman? You hate it. No, no, but it was, no, it was like three months of Do the Bartman. Like, yeah, like three, three months of anything constantly, but particularly when it's such a small pool of songs. Like you yeah. win, at least with Frank Sinatra, I got the greatest hits of Frank Sinatra for a year when I was working in the cinema. Oh, so, yeah, that'd be rough. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. Um, but at least there was 12 songs rather than... And whoever was running the sound system didn't know how it worked. So like when Getting Jiggy With It came oh, on, God. he played the intro like five times before the actual song played. Getting Jiggy With It. There are worse Will Smith songs, but you know, again, it doesn't matter. That song, that song could be anything. After three months of listening to a stray. Yeah. Oh. I don't know, Lisa, did you ever have those um, free licensed pop music songs in Eason's? Yeah, I'm getting withdrawal symptoms from them. <laughs> not hearing awful music every day, literally. Uh, R&B jams about doing the dishes. Yes, or she lived like she was Harry Potter. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. oh or God. that awful techno okay, club hold jam on. literally hold called on. the to-do list. Hold on, you guys, what? What is this? <laughs> brand royalty-free music that will get piped in on a loop all day, every day in Eason. Yeah. Now, fair enough, it's not as bad as Katie's, but it it's still really, really bad. Just because it's more diverse doesn't mean it's uh, any less torturous. Uh, it's just and I was like, have you ever heard the one about the, the woman and the monkey who have sex and get married and he's got a really what? long tail? There was a monkey with a long tail. Okay, <laughs> I don't know this one. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's was... all, it gets played down in our art basement. I was just going to say that. I love it when, I used to love it when Tesco's would do that, you know, the, the, the off brand pop songs because they didn't it's have the to same pay songs. Royalty. It's the same oh. songs. Yeah, I get with amazing. I get like post traumatic stress going from like Eason's to like a shop and then sometimes to the airport and hearing the exact same song that doesn't exist. Yeah, uh, playing like that is oh, amazing. The, uh, no, it's been a while since I worked. I worked in retail, but I did my time and it was a spar. It was a local spar, and they did the same with off brand. But then they'd occasionally have like random ones. They had the ting things for ages. I was like, weird. <laughs> How do you ha- like? You'd just be it'd be random stuff, and it sounds like it's a different loop. They must have upgraded. Mm. But yeah, you'd they'd randomly break into the ting things, and you're like, you can only afford the ting things. Hold on, was- now the ting things were great. <laughs> they were, but it was just weird that they were the only thing they could afford. It was like one girl singer and one guy playing the drums. Like, who's making that music? Oh, they were. Brilliant. I had that album. <laughs> now, now I, now I really want to listen to this music, guys. You know, help me out if you know where I can buy this. I've been looking. Can't get it I can't find I have it. Not, I have <laughs> You know, you, you know, like you know, I, I spent like nine months in a Vietnamese camp, and I'm, like I've gone mad trying to find that, but he just can't get the spices. Right. just can't get the paste right. Just, 
<laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it sounds it, like. You guys have like Stockholm syndrome. I nearly found one, uh, which was a really. It was like Lisa. Maybe you can help explain it. It was a version of Joy to the World that's interrupted oh, by a racist like radio like conversation. What? It's so strange. And like it's like joy to the joy. world, and then it's get interrupted by some guy phoning in and then doing a rap verse. And it's, <laughs> but it's like all these like Jamaican accents done by clearly white people. Oh yeah, because they're like, oh, they made me a DJ. Oh, hello, Captain. All this kind of stuff. What? It's really, really out there, and I found it on the internet on an album called "Not Your Grandpa's Christmas Songs." <laughs> <laughs> That had like the website clearly had like fifty views or something like that. It was very like kind of nineties, like kind of font setup, that kind of thing. <laughs> that is fantastic. Oh, that is the best thing I've ever heard. I will find it and I will play it on the show at some point. Do, do. But you know what? That's another one. California Christmas dinner for twenty two. That was a good one. <laughs> Happy Christmas in the cold outside. Oh my god. You know what we're going to do? This year for our Christmas show, we're going to actually have a play along and listen to them. Oh, oh great. That's good. So it's, it's, it's what's going to happen. You suggested it. You suggested it. <laughs> Are we going to take on Christmas FM? Is that what we're doing? Oh no! Look, we'll do a collaboration, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Lisa, you've gotten in with them. We have an in oh, there. <laughs> All right, guys. So before we go, before we go, do, you, do you, is there anything you want to say about Picard? Uh, you know what? It's a bigger conversation than we've time for. I'll leave it till next week. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll leave it for next week. Uh, guys, this has been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed this. Um, I hope you guys have too. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I'm fierce giggly. Fierce giggly. <laughs> uh, for any for anyone listening, if you want to support the show, they can go over and we have a, a Kofi.com thing as well. So if you just go over there, you can go near to no media. But the best free way to do it is by clicking the link below for the Brave browser. I don't know if you guys have actually used the Brave browser, but it's super good. You click that, we get money, so it's all good. Um, or just give us money, send it on. That would help too. Um, Keep it running in the apocalypse. Exactly, exactly. Or no, what, what's the currency of choice, guys? Is it toilet roll now, or is the bottle caps yet? I think it's hand gel still. There were signs gel. up in all the needle and Aldi's like on my walk today saying like only two jacks roll per people, only two hand sanitizers per people. Needle had that with baby food. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you see yeah. how they combated that in like I think it was the Netherlands or something? Yeah. So it was if you wanted a bottle of hand sanitizer, it was two ninety nine. But if you wanted two, it was a hundred euro. Oh, oh that's brilliant! That's really good, really good. Yeah, and it worked out way better than just you know, only two per customer or whatever. People would actually take that take that seriously, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I would say as well, um, if you guys want to support Katie, you can go over. Katie, you want to give your details there for? Um, are you still taking blue honors? Um, yeah, I've kind of, I'm, I've kind of frozen that for the minute just because I've applied for, you know, government help. But I mean, if people still want balloons, they can still request them and I'm still working through my list. So it's not a, it's not going to be a huge issue, but I hope the government gives me money soon. <laughs> fair, fair. 
and then Government, Lisa, if you're listening. <laughs> I don't think I think they're off in their bunker, guys. <laughs> to be fair. Um, they might have Spotify yeah. there. Well, once once he paid for it, and it's not just those three songs. <laughs> you mean that you don't want to hear California Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same guy that was in that uh, in the shopping center. Oh no, I only have the Bartman and Will Smith. Um, yeah, and listen, I'm listen, listen, I'm saying this now. I can't wait to hear that uh, to hear that uh, audio book because that's gonna no, yeah, hamster rat too. That's amazing. So yeah, again, if people want to do that, uh, buy it, support, so support Trail Canto because that's amazing. Um, yeah, so that's us for this week, guys. Um, again, anything you want to plug? Anyone wants to plug anything before we go? No. Okay. No, no, no. no. I think, well, paper. everything's ended, so you know. All right. Save toilet paper for other people. Yes, do, do. Don't be a jerk in the apocalypse, because, yeah. you know, <laughs> don't be a jerk. Um, Yeah, and we'll be back next week here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. Go over to our website, which I almost have done, uh, nerdsnowmedia.com. And there's a whole big section for everybody, so that's going to be fun. Um, our Twitch, this Twitch channel, uh, Nerdducks, is where we're going to be streaming. I don't know if these guys are going to stream more, but there's always streams going on there in some way. And yeah. Uh, until then, we will talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to a Nerd to Know Media production. 